0: Greetings and salutations and welcome back to another episode of Something with Tim. I am Tim. This is something. As usual, it is something. How are you? How are you doing? How's your health? You feeling okay? You all right? No sniffles? No trouble breathing? No coughing? No explosive diarrhea? By the way, that is a symptom of the COVID. Explosive diarrhea. That's what I read. No, I really read that. Like, over in Italy, that was one of the main, main symptoms. Explosive diarrhea for, like, 15 days at a time. Could you imagine? I can't imagine that. I wouldn't want that. My poor butthole. Imagine how painful that must be after the third or fourth day, but have 15 days of diarrhea. I bet, uh, I bet uh, you lose a couple of pounds, though. A couple of LBs will drop off. But uh, I can't imagine that's very comfortable. So be on the lookout for that. If you start suffering from that, then you might also have the COVID. Or you ate a Taco Bell. I, You know, I don't know. I haven't had Taco Bell in a long time. I really have I can't remember the last time I had Taco Bell. And there's one right over here, right by my house. Right over here on the corner. I could be there a hop, skip, it, and jump from it. But I haven't gone there. I haven't been there in a long, a long time. I haven't been to many fast food in a long, long time. To be honest with you. I've done Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is fantastic. That's not fast food. That's Chick-fil-A. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, I always joke I'm going to go get some. Because if I had to, if I had to go, if, if, gun to the head. I hate that expression. Gun to your head. Where are you going to go eat? Gun to your head. I hate that. But, um, if I had to choose, if I had to go somewhere for, um, for some fast food. I'm going to Bird King. I'm going to BK. I'm getting me a double whopper with cheese, some fries, maybe a tall soda, a Diet Coke. Trying to watch my uh, waistline there. A Diet Coke. I'll have a Diet Coke. (laughs) But yeah, I really haven't gotten much uh, fast food lately. It's been a lot, um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a big fast food guy, but I will hit up Chick-fil-A, which I'm sure is categorized as fast food, which is fine. But... um, that's about as far as I'll go. It's Chick-fil-A. That's a good choice. I think it's a good choice. That's just my opinion. Nothing wrong with Chick-fil-A. I'll tell you one thing I wish I could go and do, and I haven't really gotten around to it because I don't have the funds, but uh, I'd love to get an upgrade on my TV. I think it's time. I'm right up at 58 inches right now. I'm ready to jump into the 60s. Do they have 69 inches? get a 69-inch television. But I would love to get a new TV, a larger TV. Mine's fairly large. Um, but, you know, I have to get one that's bigger. Upgrade. Upgrade the old TV set. They don't call them TV sets anymore. Let me get a television set. But I want a brand new TV. I would, uh, I would definitely get Samsung. Because I've had a Samsung TV since I moved out of my house. Every TV I've owned has been a Samsung. And they've gone up in size. I started out very small, then I just went on up, but, um, I think it's time, man. It's been about a good 10 years since I got, uh, since I got a brand new television set. So I think it's time to, uh, to step it up a notch, to go into the 60s. 60-inch television set. I need that. And you can tell the difference. I don't care what anyone says. Ah, you can't see the difference. Dude, you can see the difference. I'm telling you, the one I was looking at the other day, um... You could definitely, I, I could definitely say, wow, this is much bigger than the one I have. I definitely need to have this TV. I think it was a, uh, it was, a, it was, it was huge. It was 64 inches or 68 inches. I don't think they can do 69. I think it's an odd number. I don't think you can have an odd number in inch, inch, inch wise for a TV, you know, but uh, I de I definitely want to, uh, I'm going to upgrade. I'm going to get a brand new television set. The bigger, the better. You know? Especially in today's world where you don't really go to the movies as much as you used to anymore. So you're actually in your home. So you need to have a pretty good home theater. So I think I'm going to do that this week. I'm going to get a brand new TV. Got to run that by the boss. Can't make a decision on my own, that's for sure. Got to make sure I run it by the boss lady. Uh, She will say no, and then I will eventually think about what kind of TV I can get. But... One of these days, very soon, old Timmy Monahan here is going to get a brand new television set. Uh, somewhere in the sixty inch, in the sixty inch range, is what I'm shooting for. What I'm wishing for. What I'm hoping for. So maybe also. You know, never know. Uh, before I go any further, I want to thank anyone and everyone who uh, tuned in this past Saturday to Hardcore Norfolk Live Two. Uh, presented by the one the only the incomparable Dwight Easter got to find out what his middle name is i bet you he has a pretty boss middle name you know kirkland dwight kirkland easter dwight k easter i have to go ask him that next time i next time i hit him up <coughs> i i i don't know my middle name is patrick um timothy patrick the final irish name and my confirmation name, when I let the Holy Spirit into my hat, is uh, Sean. The correct way of spelling Sean, the Irish way. S-E-A-N. So, uh, I am Timothy Patrick Sean Monahan. Thank you very much. You should have a whole list of, I should just start asking everyone on Facebook what their middle name is. So I can know, so I can be informed about my middle name. <laughs> Oh, I have nothing to talk about today, folks. I really don't. It hasn't been... um... Oh, sorry. Getting back to what I was saying. Thank you for all being part of the Hardcore Norfolk Part 2 live. Uh, A lot of good acts on there. A lot of good music. I got into a band uh, that I heard uh, heard on there this past Saturday called Mucky Mittens. They got an album on Amazon. They got a whole bunch of material on YouTube. So I will... uh, Maybe when we can return to normal and we can start going out to places... I'll go check out a Mucky Mitten show. That's what I'm going to do anyway. That's the plan. Whenever we get back to normal. Whatever that is. Who the hell knows anymore, you know? But uh, the beaches are open now down here in Virginia Beach. With social distancing measures in place, of course. I don't think they're being followed. But they're definitely in place. Um, So that went down this weekend. It hasn't been that nice weather-wise. You know? The reopening of beaches has not cooperated with the weather. Or the weather hasn't cooperated with the reopening of beaches. It's been very overcast. Very cold. Very chilly. And some rain. The threat of rain. That's no fun. Happy Memorial Day weekend to you. Here's some rain. You want to open the beaches up? You want to get back out there, folks? We're going to make it nice and chilly for you. Rude! I'll have to get down to the ocean front though. Support some local business. Speaking of local business... There's a local business that is uh, in 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 uh, in jeopardy of closing down. The Ocean fund. Peabody's on Twenty uh, First Street and Pacific has been the home of debauchery for many years. As long as I lived down here, uh, I'm sure it's been open. I think it was open. I think it opened a few years before I opened. Uh, before I moved down here, back in uh, oh2 I believe it opened. I, I don't know how long it's been open for, but it's in it's in jeopardy of closing up shop. And that's terrible, man. I mean, uh, that's definitely one of those spots down there where you either start off your evening or you end your evening there. If you end your evening there, you don't remember being there. That was the goal of Peabody's. You started off there because the happy hour was ridiculous. It was like dollar drinks or dollar beers or dollar fifty well drinks or something to just get you plastered. And it wasn't even the good stuff either. When you're well drinks, you have your, you know, El Cuamore tequila. You know, train track vodka. And just enough, just enough to get the juices flowing to get you hammered. Get your nice start down there on the lovely Virginia Beach Oceanfront. Oh God, I'll tell you one thing. I remember I went there one time with uh, a gentleman whose name I won't bring up. He is no longer welcomed in my life. Uh, no, his name was Matt. He was, the, uh, he was the scumbag ex-husband of one of Eileen's friends. I liked him. You know, I had no problems with him. We got along great. We had we had a lot of laughs. Men get along like that. But he was um uh, he was conniving. Okay, he was a philanderer. He philandered a lot of times actually. More than I know of. I was around for one time, which we really wasn't that good. You know? Being around hanging out with your wife's good friend, husband who's cheating on her. Where's your loyalty lie? You know, with your lady you gotta break a bro code. You got bro code, dude. But, uh, you know, I, I hold on a second. I got to sneeze. Hold on one second. I got to sneeze. Uh, uh. <laughs> Golly. I'm going to keep that in. That was the first live sneeze on the, uh, on the program. So I'm going to keep that in. I'm not even going to add that out. Hold on. I have another one brewing. Hold on. <laughs> oh, wow. The first back-to-back sneeze on the podcast. Excuse me. I don't know where that came from. Um, but yeah, so I was with uh, well, I was with this guy. I won't say his name. But uh, he was a philanderer and he was one of Eileen's uh, friend's husbands. And I I didn't trust the guy a lot. We got into we got into some uh, hijinks. <sighs> Excuse me, that was gross, I apologize. We got into some hijinks and uh, that kept us out late, late at night. It kept us out well, I mean, I didn't have a curfew. But it's also common courtesy when you're living with somebody like me and Eileen were living in sin for so long. Um, there's a courtesy that if you're gonna be late, you know, you don't be too late. I don't know. I think there's a courtesy. I'm probably not. I'm probably most men be like, Oh, you're married to it. No, then there's no courtesy, but you know, still, there's some courtesy if you're gonna be out to all hours and they're gonna worry. Eileen's gonna worry, the queen's gonna worry, so maybe, uh, you know. Maybe I ratted the guy out for philandering. But I was honestly genuinely scared that uh, he would turn around and tell... Because he was a real scumbag. He would turn around and he was late because Tim was sleeping with somebody. You know, does that make sense to you? So I kind of had a, you know, hey, Eileen, this is what's going on. This is why we're late. I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, did I break bro code? Get back to me on that. If you listen to this and you know me, get back to me. I don't think I broke bro code. I think you have to know the guy for a long time to actually have bro code in place. I think it needs to be established. Me and this guy never established that. We aren't that good buddies. We're more drinking buddies. Does that make sense? I think we all have that one person that's a drinking buddy that you don't really hang out with until unless you're drinking. And this is a long time ago. We're not talking recent times. I'm talking a long... I'm talking about I was in my 20s. Ugh, it wasn't that long ago. I'm only 40. But uh, it was at least 10 years ago, maybe even more, 15, perhaps. I don't know. I'm just saying that I, I, I did not break bro code. So, because you got to know someone for a long while before you can say you had bro code. But anyway, getting back to what I was saying, I went to Peabody's with this gentleman. And uh, I got so hammered while I was there with him that uh, I got my left ear pierced twice. Let me, I mean, got, I got two piercings in my left ear came home with that. I think I had a hoop and a stud in there. What a dick. I must have looked like a dick. Uh, and, uh, Eileen was like, what is that? What did you do? Got drunk with, uh, so-and-so. You know? So I figured I'd get some your, ear- I, I got my ears pierced. The hell What is that? What is, what is getting your ears pierced for a dude? I'm gonna get my ear pierced. Well, yeah, what the hell? I gotta, I feel like I, I don't, I, not, not even both of them. Men only got the one ear pierced? Like why was that a thing back when it was a thing? Is it still a thing? Are dudes still doing it? Imagine that. What'd you guys what'd you do yesterday on your day off? Oh, I got my ear pierced. You what? Why? You know? Maybe I'll do that. I, mean, I still have the hole in my ear. I've probably just got to push it through. That's disgusting. That sounds disgusting and painful. But maybe I'll start walking around with an earring. <laughs> oh, I love it. I think it'd be great. I also have my brand new top hat that I debuted uh, on the hard hardcore Norfolk live two event. Uh, walk around public in my top hat and my my ear piercing. I'll be one of the coolest guys in the world, no doubt about that. But uh, anyway, Peabodys. It's sad after you know this is it's it's in jeopardy of closing. Uh, after all, after all those years of you know shenanigans, all because of this this pandemic. That we've had, and that's a that's a sad state of affairs. you lost two restaurants over in town center. Who knows how many more uh, small businesses have to close up because of this shit? It's a damn shame. So hopefully Peabody's does not see a not see a bad ending. I don't want to see that happen. More debauchery needs to be. More future generations need to know just how important and what a pillar to the community that place is. Peabody's on Twenty First and Pacific. I'll tell you one thing. When this the, when this thing does end, because we're slowly coming out of it in phases, and the bars do open, I will frequent Peabody's. <laughs> Could you imagine? I can't even imagine saying that to Eileen. I'm going out tonight, sweetheart. Where are you going? Peabody's. She would divorce me. And rightfully so. I'd divorce her if she told me that. I'm going to Peabody's. If you're a female going to Peabody's, you're looking to get laid. That's why it's a total sausage factory, you know. A lot of guys. I love that term, sausage factory. It's one of my, it's one of my favorite terms. That's a real sausage fest. It's such a, it's such a, it's such a great way to describe something. There are a lot of penises there. It's a sausage fest. <laughs> I'll get off this topic. No, we're talking about sausage fest and peabodys. But I'm just saying, when this is all said and done, I hope in your neck of the woods. Wherever you are right now, I hope that um, I hope that you're going to go out there and support local businesses because they're very important. Because they provide memories, you know. Peabody's is a memorable place, regardless of how I'm talking about it. You have great memories there. So, anyway, I had a dream last night. I hate. I know. I discussed on this show just how much people talking about their dreams annoys me. How it's such a waste of conversation. But, um, you know, I had one last night that uh, was a pretty cool dream. I thought it had it had no one I knew in it. I had no no faces of no people, but I was living in the forest, living in the woods, which I knew this is a dream. I wouldn't survive out there. I need amenities. I was in the woods, and I was the pack leader for uh, a group of red pandas. I don't know where the hell this came from. I don't know why this was a thing, but I uh, I was in charge of uh, I was a pack leader. There I was their leader. Red pandas. I'll tell you one thing. So I looked up red pandas, and this is the second time in a row that I've done something with the podcast where I did research. I had a list on the uh, show on Saturday night that I actually looked up the information for. So I've started this new thing. I'm looking up things for my content of my show. We're growing, folks. It's episode 48, but I'm growing. I'm evolving. Halfway through 100. Halfway to 100. So, anyway, the red panda. It's a mammal, right? He is uh, native to the eastern Himalayas and southwestern China. So, maybe that's where I was in my dream. Uh, Oh, gosh, it's endangered? Okay. Fewer than 10,000 mature individuals. And continues to decline due to habitat loss and fragmentation. Poaching... An inbreeding depression. Despite its name, it's not closely related to the giant panda. I fucking knew that. It doesn't look like a panda bear. It looks like a fox. What does it say about having this as a a pet? Can I adopt one? It's got reddish brown fur, a long shaggy tail, and uh, a waddling waddling gait due to its shorter front legs, so it waddles like me. Isn't that adorable? It's roughly the size of a domestic cat, though with a longer body. And it's somewhat heavier. I don't know what that word means. I'm not going to bother trying to say it. It also eats... It, eats it, it, it It feeds mostly on bamboo. But it also eats eggs, birds, and insects. Okay. Okay, I can provide eggs. I can cook them up some eggs. Imagine that in the morning. Give uh, Molly and, uh, and Duke their chow and then make, cook up some eggs for my red pandas. Um, it's also called a lesser panda... That's that's rude. The lesser panda. That's a real rude way to to, to to categorize them. The red bear cat and the red cat bear. That must be what's the difference? That there's a red bear cat. No shithead. That's a red cat bear. I mean, just keep the one of them. They're both just, they both the same. Fucking stupid. All right. I also says the red panda is the only living member of the Alaris in the family of Alaridae. It was it has previously been placed in the raccoon and bear family. Okay, I can see that. Traditionally, it was thought to consist of two subspecies. However, results of genetic analysis indicate that there are probably two distinct red panda species. The Chinese red panda and the Himalayan red panda, which genetically diverged uh, 0.22 million years ago. So yeah, I was the leader of these guys. They were looking to me to lead them. And uh, I think I did a pretty good job. We did a lot of walking in the stream. I fed them. And I was talking to them, but they never talked back. But yeah, it was the, uh... Can you tell I have no content for the Shutter Day, folks? I'm talking about red pandas, for Christ's sake. But they're cute animals, you know? They don't, like I said, they weigh about as much as a, a, a house cat. It doesn't say anything about um, them being... Can I Can I, Can I? bring them into the, uh... Can I bring them into the house? Let's see here. They don't say anything about, um... Nothing about owning them. Probably a the good thing. I'm going through the old oh, Wikipedia here. And see if I can. uh Yeah, it doesn't say anything about owning them, so I probably couldn't. I mean, I got a nice enough backyard. They could run around the house with uh, Duke and Molly. I don't imagine them. I mean, could they could they kill one? I don't know. Could they kill my dogs? They look like nice enough creatures. They're really cute. The pictures done on Wikipedia. I just thought that I had a dream that I was leading them, that uh, I owned them or whatever they were. I don't think I own them. I think i was just I was just their father, or their their. I don't know. I was in the woods. But they were looking to me for, gu- for guidance, so uh, I think I did a pretty good job. I don't remember how the dream ended. I remember it just came out of it, but I just remember uh, being the father of the red pandas. Their 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 leader. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> that's uh that's that's my week in a nutshell. Much hasn't gone on here or there, but I do have a great list. My list today is inspired by someone I saw at my job, and uh, it's a top three. Older people that could beat my ass. Now I'm not saying I'm a great fighter. I think if it came right down to it, I, I was in, and if I got into some fisticuffs with somebody, I do think I'm gonna go seven times out of 70 percent of the time I'm gonna get my ass kicked. I'm not a fighter. I'm a good talker. I'm a good person. That I, I'm good at diffusing angry folks, but I'm not good at I'm not good at using my fists. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's where I stand in the fight. I've been, I think I've chronicled this at least once on this podcast. I have been in three fights in my life, three fights that I lost badly, badly lost these fights. So I'm not a fighter. That's why I go seven out of 10 times. If I'm in a fight, if I'm in 10 fights, I'm going to lose seven of them. So the other three, you know, the other three people are either geriatric, um, you know, in worse shape than I am. Or, I don't know. But I think I'm I'm not a fighter. So, yeah, I'm losing 7 out of 10 fights. But if I fight these geriatric folks, I'm definitely losing the fight. Coming in at number 3 on old people who could beat my ass is uh, a movie star. Uh, he's in his 90s. But I still I don't think that matters. I still believe Clint Eastwood, if I met him in a darkened alley, and he was offended by something I said, and he wanted to fight me. I believe, in my heart of hearts, I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm getting my ass kicked, no doubt about it. I mean, he's he's Clint Eastwood, man. He would scare me alone, but I'm pretty sure he can. I'm pretty sure he can pack a punch. So Clint Eastwood on the top three old people who could beat my ass. There's another old person, regardless of uh, physical condition, regardless of what's going on in his life, but uh, when he was healthy, not healthy right now, but he will be healthy again, Uh, talking about my father-in-law, George G. Lynch, that man, uh, you know, right now he's going through a pretty tough time, he's battling the cancer, but uh, he's battling, he's on the upside of that man, he's going to beat him, but when that guy was in his prime, when he didn't have the big old C, let me tell you something, folks. This guy was a machine. That's, why, that's how we got the nickname, the machine. He ran marathons. He's run half marathons. He goes to the gym every day. He was in top, tip-top shape. And he has huge hands. That older generation. Remember my grandpa. My dad's father. My grandpa M. My grandpa Monahan. He had these enormous hands. And even when he was in his 80s, they could still pack a wallet. Those older guys, they got them big old Man hands. From old manual labor back in the day. And they're still ginormous to this day. Well, my father-in-law had the same thing. Still has it. A little beaten down now, but you know, he'll get back up from it. But I wouldn't want to go toe-to-toe with him. You know? I wouldn't want him to be like, Tim, let's go outside. Uh, let's step outside there. I would be like, no, George, I don't want to. Let's stay in here. He would he would wild me, no doubt about it. Number two on my list. Number one, I don't know this name. I don't know this man's name, but he comes into my place of business uh, usually every day. Well, I mean, he probably does every day. Uh, whenever I'm there, he comes in, so he comes in every day. And um, he got into it with uh, a younger, a younger gentleman. I would say in his early twenties, and he was in this guy's face, and I was genuinely scared. And the guy in his twenties, I don't know if he was scared because. He didn't. You know, the guy was in his grill, and he was afraid he was going to get his ass kicked. I don't know, or maybe he was just like that because he didn't want to hurt the man. Might be that. I would go more towards that one because this was a very agile young gentleman, and um, yeah, they got into a pretty bad. They had to be separated. It was all about uh, social distancing. The old man felt there wasn't enough feet in front of him. The younger guy was like, "Old man, shut up." And the old guy was like, hey, let me tell you something. Next, honey. No, he didn't say that. But I was ready for that. Um, and he was ready to fight him. I was like, this is going to be great. And I think the old man would have beat him. Old man would have beat me up. He was ready. He's, he's, he he's a, he's a, he was a small, he's of smaller stature. So uh, he, definitely had, uh, he definitely had the punch behind him. I was rooting for a fight. I love a fight. I love watching a fight. I love the, the, the walk-up to it, the lead-up, the, the trash-talking, the whole, are they going to or are they going to not start swinging? And then when they do, it's great. I love a good fight, a good brawl, fisticuffs, if you will. So I don't know his name. I probably should ask his name. Next time I go there, I'm going to ask his name. Next time he comes in, he buys, um, he buys Maverick cigarettes. Let me get a pack of Maverick Talls. Those are hundreds. I always say yes, sir, absolutely. Would you like me to smoke it for you or light it for you? I'm very frightened of you. So, yeah, those are my three old people that would kick my ass Clint Eastwood, my father in law, and old guy at Wawa. See all three of them go in a triple threat match. I'm going to put my money on, um... well, right now, I'll put my money on uh, based on my father in law's physical condition, old man from Wawa. But once old G Money gets back to fighting shape. I'll put him up against anybody. Old George Lynch, my 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 hero, my father-in-law. All right, well, the uh, the sports world is coming back slowly with Shirley. That's very exciting. Possibly looking at all the sports. Uh football, not football. Baseball, hockey and basketball. Three sports that have uh, been put on hiatus due to COVID. They look like they're all coming back in July, which is great news for me. Bad news for the Queen. Great news for me. Looks like baseball will uh, work out an abbreviated regular season schedule, and the other two sports are probably going to uh, go right to a playoff format. At least that's what the NHL is doing. I'm not sure about the, um, the NBA. But the NHL is going to a 2014 playoff format, which is great because the Rangers – Made the cut in the Eastern Conference, so the Rangers will be part of the playoffs because they're doing 12 in the East, 12 in the rest. <laughs> the other teams are saying, you know what? Nah, you can just stay home, dude. We don't need you. So the Rangers will be a part of uh, the Rangers will be a part of the uh, basketball. Sorry, the hockey when it comes back. If it comes back with the with the NBA, do the same thing. The Knicks will not be in the playoffs. The Knicks will be, as usual, sitting this one out this year. But baseball will be coming back, probably doing 80 game season in July. Shooting for July 4th, and then uh, the other ones come back, too. Premier League starts up June 1 over there in England, and uh, looks like football might be on time as well. I know other sports have come back. NASCAR's come back. Uh, I don't watch NASCAR. I have no interest in watching NASCAR. I watch Formula 1, but uh, NASCAR, eh, doesn't do it for me. I got no interest in watching it. Uh, UFC, of course, has come back, and I watch that. So, I mean, sports are slowly but surely coming back. When the big ones come back, that's uh, that's going to be big news. Really big news. So, keep in touch with that. Um, nothing to nothing to hype at all this week. Not much going on. Business as usual. The Queen returns to her job uh, coming up very soon. June 1st, she goes back to her, opens her doors back up. Lorelei goes back to her schedule pretty soon thereafter. Because we're working parents. You know? We're hardworking American parents. We work. Uh, you got two hardworking parents. Kid goes to daycare. It's what we do, man. We're living the American dream down here. So, but hopefully coming up, uh, we got guests. Uh, hopefully coming on the show. Trying to get uh, the logistics out. Worked on that. Trying to get Maggie Davis on here. Maybe get Dwight Easter back on here for a long form interview. Trying to get uh, Matt Strickland also back on here for a long form interview. Barry Baker. We got to go, camping. So you know now the now that the doors are opening. And life looks like it's getting back to semi-normal. The podcast can get back to what it was trying to build up to this year. You know? Remember, I made all these great, bold guarantees. One thing I have guaranteed, though, is not missing an episode until the uh, 100th live episode blowout. So, that is very, very exciting. Um, Hopefully, by then, I also have uh, a—I'm looking to get a full podcast-like studio set up here as well. Lots of things doing in growing here in the uh here in the Something With Tim podcast studios. So one of the things I'm gonna miss about quarantine is usually when I do the podcast in the past, my dog Duke would be in the studio with me just laying here and listening. But ever since his little girlfriend uh Lorelai's been home, he's nowhere near me. He's all about Lorelei, which is great. Lorelei has a dog. Isn't that great? Oh, it's a beautiful thing. A child and their dog. It's Americana. So until next time, I, I, I probably won't be doing any more live Facebook things. I didn't really like that stuff, so that's probably going to be put to an end. But uh, I will definitely be getting more guests on here going on as we get the uh, as, as year goes on and as we come out of this horrible pandemic-like state that we lived in. And uh, as always, I thank you for supporting the show and uh, listening and commenting and all that other fun stuff. I appreciate you. It means the world to me, and it warms the cockles of my heart. So as always, until next time, I love y'all! Bye-bye.